Handcuffs and Sage may not be appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Crime and Paranormal Podcast, and this is Timo and Red and Dre and, and Steph and Stephanie. Stephanie's here. Why do we have Stephanie on the podcast tonight? Because we love her so much. Because you love me for yes. being in my car. <laughs> we're, we're making up for for the the pee pee in the in the. I don't know why we mentioned you. I just know we did. <laughs> and then we were like, "Cause we love her." Oh, she's in my car. Oh. So, fun fact: Stephanie provides all of our Instagram love. Thank mm-hmm. you, Stephanie. Thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You make my life way easier. I just have to pick one of the funny ones you send me. And we did a clued up detective event today. Yes. So we thought was you and all of us could talk about mm-hmm. our fun today. Yeah. So it popped up on our Facebook feed like months and months ago. And we're like, "Hey, we should do this." <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, we should do Just this. Just like with everything. And then last minute, we're like, are we still doing this? And we're like, yep. And it was so much fun. So, Steph, take us through the day. Oh. Okay. <laughs> we show up at a park downtown. You're going to put me on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. It's your moment. Yeah. So, this was in Santa Clarita, right? Yes, yeah, Santa Clarita. Okay. And we were all supposed to dress up, take cute photos, show up downtown, mm-hmm. and all log into an app. And then from there, we were on our way mm-hmm. looking for people that we could, quote-unquote, interview mm-hmm. to help us solve the murder. Right. And it, what was the theme? Sneaky blind? Was it Sneaky Blinders? Or was it called something else? Sneaky Finders? Sneaky Finders? I, I think that might be part of the, the company's name, I think. No, no. Each no? one has its own. Oh, okay. Queen. Well, it was a 1920s themed uh-huh. murder out of London, right? It was in English. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was all digital, all on our phones. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I have to give props, though, to Steph and uh, Dre because at times they ran. We did. Right. There were times that they ran. <laughs> yeah, because that the was witness so funny. And, and I was like, I'm not going to run. <laughs> We well, got to the witness, I and then the witness you. ran away, so we had to run to get the witness. We had a limited amount of time to get to him before we lost him. Yeah, and it's like, if it says he ran away, I'm going to chase his yeah, ass, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you guys were kind of in, like, running from, like, the shady people in the parking lot. Where they <laughs> and you there left was, us behind. We're was, next to these, like, shady. three, like, I don't know who, what, but. We had each other. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. But they did a really good job of keeping us on pace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone did a really good job. Yeah, I don't think they glitch. It was perfect. Anything. Yeah. But <laughs> at the end of the day, we were together and we solved it. Right. We did. We did. First try. First try. Would you do this event again? I would. Yes. For sure. Yeah. I would it was too. so much fun. I would. Yeah. How it many, was so much fun. How many steps did we take? We did today? like 8,500 steps today. Mm-hmm. What's that? Bitches. I know, right? Woo! Yeah. I was not expecting that, friend. Yeah. I thought we were yeah. going to drive. <laughs> I know. We didn't expect it. We, you know, we have this little, like, downtown area, and it was all in the downtown area. Just beautiful, cute little town, and just walking around, and you just seen, you should have seen some of the get-ups that these 
other yeah. teams. Yes. Yeah. Full on Okay, but here. let me tell you, we represented handcuffs yeah, and stage did. through and through. We talked right. to people about the podcast. Right. Passed out some cards. Passed yeah. out some cards. Dre got us these really cute hats mm-hmm. and like the pipe and the magnifying the, glass. Magnifying glass and I, I just, I was proud of us because yeah. we were having fun with it. We had a really good day. Yeah, it was fun. Cute little dogs out what, there dressed will up. Will we win next time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll fucking win There were, what, time. 77 teams? Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, clue to events, if you're thinking about doing it, if it's in your area, do it. Have fun with it. Yeah. Everything is factual. Right. When you hear a witness statement, it's fact. Yes. Just yeah. believe them. There's Just no hidden them. thing yeah. behind it. We didn't realize They're that. They're not trying to trick you. And so, I'm going to yeah. post, like, all the pictures and everything on our uh, new and improved website, Handcuffs and Sage Podcast.com. What, what so, was that website? Handcuffs and Sage Podcast.com. Really easy. And um, yeah, go ahead and check it out. And um, you can see all the pictures and our cute little shirts. And... Are we going to give a shout out to you know who? Yeah. Okay. So we, after we uh, did the actual running around, mm-hmm. we decided to go get something to eat, something to drink, sit down, and, you know, brainstorm and trying to figure the. The murder out, and we had an awesome, awesome server bartender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, at uh, I've been to this place many times. It's called Draconum, which is it's German. called drug porn. Drug, <laughs> drug porium. Drug porium. Drug porium. Drug porium. You do drugs and watch porn while you do. <laughs> nope, no, that's not right. No, 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 no. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, dr- now I. <laughs> Uh, Dracorum? 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 Is that what I Dracorium? said? Dracorium? Dracorium. No, Dracorum. <laughs> Dracorum. So check it out. Dracor- it's, it it's, good. it's dragon it was- in German. So it's a, it, they make their own beer. So they, it's just a little place that does beer and wine and they had like a cherry yummy, cider. yummy foods. That was very good. They had good. some cute games out back. They yeah. Cute games. Yeah. They have a palm reader on the weekends. I know that. Yeah. Like they're just fun. Yeah, it's a fun it's a little really place. You know, very reasonable. Time. Um, good food. I don't like Brussels sprouts. Yeah, but now I know. Well, <laughs> if they're yeah. crispy, they're crispy. Maybe if they're crispy, yeah. Another uh, shot. Yeah. porn. It's, it's you draconum. should look into making them crispy. It's draconum. But we want to give a shout out to yeah. Ryan. Ryan. Ryan, and uh, he we, uh, he has a called? he has a punk band. Oh yes, yes, yes. And it's called We Are Wasted. Which I feel like I've heard that several times. Yeah, so we told him that we were going to give him and his band a, a shout out. Shout out um, to We Are Wasted. We are wasted. They're on Instagram. Yeah, they're on Instagram. Yeah, um, yeah they're uh, pretty well liked from he what we hear. So, so nice. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't have asked for more. He was such an awesome server and um, really patient. friendly. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like, you know, said, hey, listen to our podcast. He's like, yeah, he put a little. Reminder. Yeah, and he like stood and, there yeah. and did a reminder. I was like, "Okay, buddy, chill." Yes, chill like, you're <laughs> gonna get a tip. Chill your tip. So he uh, he's he getting a shout nice. out. Mm-hmm. And um, what else? Thank you, Ryan. And Amy was yeah. with us today too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Amy. Miss, Miss Amy was on our team, and she helped us out pretty good too. So yeah, it was yeah. fun. She was an she's asset to runner. the team, mm-hmm. yeah. and she's getting ready for the fight tonight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. let me tell you. I would like to watch this fight because I have a mad crush on McGregor. He is Oh, is it McGregor that's fighting? I don't even know. Fine. Anytime I see a clip of McGregor, I'm like, oh, shit. What? So it's McGregor and who? What did God do to you, boy? He's fine. McGregor and who? Who's fine? I don't even fucking care. I hope he just... Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, he's so fine. But I know it's McGregor and somebody, somebody. Yeah, so Amy um, is not here with us tonight because um, her and the hubs are ordering the fight and they're having some people over and stuff over there. So, yeah, they were setting up when I left to mm -hmm. come over here tonight. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Are we going to the fight after this? I don't know. I think I'm just going to make up with my husband. So. <laughs> <laughs> I might go to bed. <laughs> 8,500 steps is a lot for me to, to I take I think I do after. five steps a day. <laughs> 8,500? Are you kidding me? You know, my knees are telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> you walk more just, than you normally do? Well, like, when you think about it, I donated my stem cells almost two weeks oh, ago. Mm -hmm. So, like, all the, it's not all back you into You donated yet. your life source. My life source was taken out of me. And so, <laughs> like, my hips and my knees, mm. 8,500 steps is no joke. Yes. After that. So. We bowed down. I did it. I did it. And I have the spelling of. The bar where Ryan works, it's Draconum. Yeah. Draconum. Okay. D R A C O N U M. Yeah. Yay. It's really good. It was good. It was good. Don't, I liked my salad. Don't get the Brussels sprouts. Okay. That okay. salmon that I had with the veggies was really good. It looked very it was good. Amazing. I wish I had ordered that. Mm -hmm. so. My fish and chips were delish. It looked very good. Very filling. And oh my God. I'm like, I, I ate way <laughs> too much food. <laughs> Yeah, oh, not, and those not good. Pickle, uh, the what's it called? Oh, you fried got fried pickles. You got fried pickles. Oh those were good. Those yeah. The batter on it was, it was good. a very nice situation. Mm -hmm. Everyone should check it out. We ran into people we didn't even know there, so yeah, that's the place to be, I guess. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun place. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're a world. <laughs> I mean, we're not How? old. You're yes. not old. What are you talking about? What? I think I have a Am whole I ten the years. One here? Hell no, no. girl. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Timo, how old are you? Uh, I will be 47 in March. See? Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. And how old are you? I'll be 42 <laughs> in May. See? Oh, that, that there you go. Yeah, I'll be 42 so. in December. Okay. Mm -hmm. I will be... How old am I? I'm 37. <laughs> I always have to do... Uh, I just four. turned 37. Yeah, yeah. you're a baby 37. Yeah. 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 I'm a baby 37. But anytime we go to Crime Con... Mm -hmm. Well, not any time. When we went to Crime <laughs> Con, you, you and I, uh, what was that, Nashville, I told them it was her birthday, even though it wasn't quite well, her It was like birthday. a couple weeks early. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. 40th. And I was trying to get the party started on the bus and, like, say it was her birthday. And, I say, yeah. Con, you say con. And then con, con, con. And then con, 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 con. wish me happy birthday. People were loving That's it, cute. except for one lady, because she knew her husband wanted it. Okay. Oh, gosh. Mm. She... She yes. was there with her what? husband, and he likes red a little too much. And we always see He's them. He's just nice and friendly, and she was just like, what are you yeah. talking to her for? We were doing crime, 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 crime. I look over, and she's like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, bitch. Um, wow. But it, I, I told everyone it was her birthday. Okay. Yeah. Right? right. And we were there. Like, it was my 40th birthday close. trip. You know, but it is, though. Like, right. yeah. you, it doesn't have to you be the day. for the month. That's yeah. right. That's okay. right. That's Hell right. Yeah. I, 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 felt, like I felt no shape. So... Uh, Steph and Dre are very type A, right? Follow yeah. the rules. I just figured and that so out. And so I remember the look <laughs> on my sister's face when I told them, it's her birthday. Let's do a birthday. And she was like, it's not my what birthday. What do we want to see? Like, I'm yeah. not 40 yet. She's like <laughs> thinking of all these things. And I'm all, just go with it, bitch. Like, <laughs> it was so fun. It was Wasn't fun. that fun? It was fun. Because then we went to the honky tonk and the, the, like the dancing. And everyone's like, oh, happy birthday. And, like people were coming up to her all night. Did you get like night. free drinks? It was great. Well, the whole thing was free drinks. It was we great. we were with the gold VIP. Yeah. Oh. So we got... Um, 
and then and then I lost my purse, and then I had a yeah. know, police report yes. in Nashville at CrimeCon, and but then I made more friends because I they were awesome. I slept on the table the entire oh, time. You were, you were stressing out because I am type A. Yeah. My phone died, mm-hmm. so she couldn't get a hold of mm-hmm. me. She didn't know I, where I was. She didn't know I was with the police. Right. Dang. So, because I am a true crime fan, and because I know right. she's type A, and she's reliable, because I couldn't get a hold of her, I thought, oh, shit. She's been murdered. She's yeah. been murdered. So she's freaking out. <laughs> I was crying. My husband, oh, my husband no. leaning on our friend that we made there. Because like, I think if she oh, couldn't no. get a hold of me, she'd probably think, well, that's Emily. Right? Oh, yeah. That's just how I am. I couldn't get a hold of her. I'm like, oh, fuck, the world's coming to an end. Right? I was very concerned. I was oh, crying. Yeah, she texted me. And I was literally texting her back like, I'm just outside, and it died. And I... It's not me. Oh, and then to right. like not I was like, purse. what am I going to say at her funeral? She lights up her room. Oh, no. <laughs> she's, she's quiet. She's introverted. She keeps she, herself. Uh, she would know. She was never late to work, so they knew something was wrong. Oh. <laughs> like, what? What do you say? This is why Stephanie now carries a badass power bar that gives her a And charges three phones at one time. She's like, I have another street. Another open plug if anybody needs a plug in. <laughs> Who needs a charge? I got a charge. Nobody <laughs> lost their power today. That's heavy right. is that thing. That's, That's pretty right. heavy. Dang. But I'm okay with it that. could be a weapon, though, too, in case yeah. you ever needed to. Yeah. Okay, so the person like, whoop. Shout outs to uh, Draconum, not drug porn. <laughs> or drug porium. That's right. right. Shout out to Ryan. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome. Shout out to CrimeCon for giving us lots of memories and for finding my sister's purse and dealing with my craziness always. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out to Clued Up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll 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 come back strong next time because yeah. we'll know yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. Oh, exactly. shit. Yeah. And they it's do on. it all over the nation yeah um, i've seen they, they have one going on in like phoenix i think it is next yeah. week and um you you got you should start a business where you do like escape rooms like this all over because i know they just pay money and do games i know and it's like a, and you don't have yeah. to put any money out for it think, mm-hmm. think about but you have it. to have Holding smart that. techie yeah. people to like be able to figure all that oh it's only out. you had a son who was good with technology <laughs> what are you saying <laughs> I'm not going to say anything right now. Oh, I, I know what you're going to say. Be a thing. So I <laughs> Oh, my son is her favorite. So he is my favorite. Yeah. He, to me, is like, if he wants anything, I will do it. All right. Do you know, like, yeah. there's children, like, I will do anything to the, I will give my life for this. Yeah. Hunter is my sweet baby, baby. I love him. Yeah. So love him. Listen up. So they have Clued Up in Pasadena on February 1st coming up. Oh. So that'll be cool. Which one is it? Hey, we should go be ringers. Like, oh, we just go down shit. there. We just go out all over the place. Yeah. And we're like, boom. We're going to be people running <laughs> around on these around. slow groups. So it's a We're all flipping them off <laughs> as you know, they go. But they're dogs. Sneaky finders, too. And, but they have a really oh. cool one that. Sneaky finders. Listen up. Oh. We did true crime, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got a paranormal movie. <gasps> There when? is one. There's one oh, that's going to be have. It's witchcraft and wizard wizardry. I'm not ready. Oh. In Hollywood, and there's one in Hollywood. There's another one in Santa Clarita on September 19th. <gasps> yes, We're doing that's that one. far. Though. We're doing that one. September 19th. That's all right. It's, it's a long, long time far now. I might not live that long. What? Oh, stop! It. I always think this. <laughs> what? Yeah, I always have this thing. Like I might not live that long. Well, okay, the, well, the if one... I'm alive, we should do it in September. Yeah. Okay. The one in Hollywood is on May 2nd, which is at CrimeCon time. So, okay, um, that's not going to work out. Yeah. But Witchcraft and Wizardry. So, that'll be fun. For anyone listening and wanting to 
check out your handcuffs and sage group, we will probably be at the September 19th clued up witchcraft cool. and wizardry. Well, will you take pictures? Yeah, yeah we'll take pictures. Yeah, we'll yeah, take pictures. Sure, it's why fun. not? Yeah. Why not? You want some stickers? You Don't want be some shy. Buttons? Don't be shy. Okay. Um, you want to buy a drink? It's okay. a really good deal, too, because you it can is. have up to it six was... people on a team, and you don't have to pay like... per person. It's just per the team. Yeah, it's really like, What was it, $9 like, each? Yeah, 50 bucks for the team. Yeah. The team of six. Thank you, Cluda. Yeah. yeah, it's a great afternoon. Yeah. So much fun, yeah. I had fun. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Look, I worked my ass off, and I was very excited about today. Me, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, and we All will right. be better next time. Better yeah. next time. Yep. I'm looking for first. Hey, we just have to keep moving up the rankings. Yeah. All right, yeah, are you fine. ready? Yeah, you guys ready? Buckle ready? up. You guys buckle ready for up. some paranormal? Hey, buckle up. I miss some paranormal <laughs> life. Buckle up. I wonder bitches. if any other podcast is buckle up. <laughs> or buck up. <laughs> All right, so you guys went to New Orleans this year for Crime Con or 2019's Crime Con. So I'm going to take you to New Orleans tonight. Yay. Take me, girl. And I'm gonna... I was there. I had a really good time. I would like to go back without kids. Yeah. What? Without yeah. my daughter. But she's now 18. I know, but she's such a wet, like, towel. <laughs> what? A wet towel. What is it? A wet blanket? Yeah. A wet she's blanket. a wet blanket. Because she always, like, goes, Mom, stop. Stop. Calm down. Oh. oh. She's not letting you be you. No. She never does. No. She embarrassed or what? No, us. she just thinks I'm, she told me, like, I just want to go, 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 and, like, like. Have okay. fun. That's and how you you should be on vacation. She's like my hub. She's just like I need to know what's happening. She's just a different okay. kind of cat. That's so you right. want to go without your kid. You just want to go without someone else to yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just there go with the flow. Yeah, yeah, there should be mm-hmm. girls trip to New Orleans. Girls hey, trip. I think that was a movie. Really? Yeah, Girls Trip was in New Orleans, that movie. It was? It was with like Jada Pickett Smith and I didn't um, catch that flick. I think uh, Tiffany Haddish was in it too. I think. We've never yeah. heard of it. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. It's called Girls Trip. Check it out. Hmm. I haven't seen it either. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I watched Midsummer. Don't let's not talk about it because I haven't I haven't Ooh. finished seeing it. So well, it destroyed well, my. Soul, okay, so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. That. Okay, all right. So let me take you to New Orleans. Uh, we are going to talk about Lafitte's Blacksmith yeah. Shop. Did you guys go there? No, we didn't. We okay. actually did not go to Lafitte's. Uh, we did do a bunch of tours. Okay. And we learned a lot. Learned a lot probably from there. I actually really okay. enjoyed the tours. Okay, yeah. Maybe some people in our party didn't enjoy the That's tours true. as much. Well, one, the weather was really hard to deal with. Yeah. That is true. And I was like swaying, but like, am I going to pass out? True. But I was interested in what they were teaching That us. is true. Like, I like history. I like learning. Okay. If you're going to teach me something, fucking yeah. fantastic. Okay, cool. I, I liked it, yeah. All right, so I got my information from um, Wikipedia, of course. Um, ghost City Tours, which is an actual um, ghost tour company in New yeah, Orleans. Did we do Ghost Cities from one of them? I don't know. And then Amy's Crypt. Um, oh. it's, it's a it's a site where she just talks about different like haunted and paranormal. Amy stuff. has so, her own fucking yeah. site. This is A M Y, so it's a different Amy. So much I didn't know. <laughs> so uh, Lafitte's. Blacksmith Shop is on the corner of Bourbon Street and St. Philippe Street. And it's one of the oldest buildings in the French Quarter. I love the French Quarter so much. Bourbon Street is scary as shit. Okay, Bourbon Street is pretty scary. But it this is. is at the like almost the end of Bourbon Street. Um, what day did we come in? A Thursday. We came in a oh, fucking Thursday. Yeah. We 
We're driving through town. Late night. Late night. <laughs> late night. Oh, yeah. We're looking down the streets. Like, you can pass it was horrible weather outside. Rain terrible weather. And it was a fucking sight to see people were out. People were fighting. People were being <laughs> disgusting. It was like, you know, maybe people would act in a McDonald's parking lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. It was like that all over the place. And then we heard about, <laughs> like, there's sex trafficking. Like, oh, we didn't know yeah, that. So then we, were, we were like, our girls are independent. We were right. let our like, girls our girls, go. And no, so and they were like, like you no. You not let them out no. your site. Yeah, don't let them out your site because they'll do sex trafficking there. That's so scary. So it is. did not get to go. Mm-hmm. No. But mm-hmm. we, we did have fun on the trip. Mm-hmm. Okay. But okay. It, bourbon is something else. Right. Uh-huh. But the French yeah. Quarter is very cool. Mm-hmm. French Quarter is very cool. Yeah. All right. So not only is it one of the oldest buildings, but it's also one of the most haunted. Mm-hmm. Give it to me, girl. So uh, it's built during the Spanish colonial period in the late 1700s. Mm-hmm. So that's how old it is. It's almost 300 years old. Over 300 years old. And it's um, in a historic structure, and it's named after the infamous Jean Lafitte. What was that? Jean Lafitte. I always make her. <laughs> she always does. What, what, what is that? Yeah, she hasn't hesitated. She plays along. Yeah. Okay, so uh, today it's a bar, but let's go back in history and. Uh, get a little bit of uh, insight on, on what this was. So Jean Lafitte was a pirate and a privateer. Now, what's the difference between the two? Um, a privateer worked for the government and basically a pirate was his own boss. Uh, they both stole, looted, killed, but just one was socially accepted and that was being wow. the privateer. Yeah. Did the privateer have to pay taxes? No. Interesting. Interesting, yes. So um, he lived in New Orleans in the, in the early 1800s and this uh, building was used as a warehouse where he and his brother Pierre mm. uh, used to store um, all their booty that they smuggled. What was oh. that? Their booty. Oh, their booty that they smuggled. They hid that ass. <laughs> no. Oh no. Not that That's kind of not booty. what you meant. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Pirate booty. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, pirate booty. Pirate booty. I like that. Trader <laughs> <Yeah>. Joe's. <laughs> it's good. Okay, so. Uh, but in um, 1807, the U.S. passed the Embargo Act of 1807. Mm-hmm. So sure, what is that? I'm familiar. Sure. I'm so sure. good with history. Okay. Mm-hmm. What this did was it outlawed any American ships from trading with any foreign port. And the reason why they did that was because um, they wanted to punish Britain and France for um, getting into uh, America's business. I like to punish people getting into yeah. business. Like, get out of our fucking business. <laughs> now, you know, we're not going to let our people trade with you guys. So okay. that was what, what happened with that. that. Okay, so when the Embargo Act happened, they had to move their shop. So they moved it to uh, an island in Barataria Bay in Louisiana, where they ended up being very successful as smugglers and, of course, pirates, see. Mm. So, um, in 1812, Jean Lafitte helped Andrew Jackson defend New Orleans from being captured by the British. Yeah. And in, uh, and in return, he, uh, he got legal, he got a legal pardon. Okay, For cool. all his, like, smuggling and all that stuff. Hey, you're a smuggler? Right. You pardon. But, like, he... <laughs> He, like, just had a gaggle of people. Like, he gathered, you know, the Native Americans and he just, you know, the free slaves. He just, like, had this huge, this group of people. And they just all stood on the shore 
and then this like layer of fog came in and the British came up and they were like, oh shit. Did they and say, just kidding. Yeah, just kidding. Okay, so um, after um, that, they ended up moving to Texas where they continued being pirates. And then in 1821, Pierre died. And then in uh, 1823, Jean died. So in uh, the 1940s, uh, Roger Tom Kaplinger turned um, the building into um, Café Lafitte. Okay. And um, it was a very, very hot spot. I mean, it was like the place to go. Like um, drug porno? Drug porno. Well. Drug uh, It catered yeah. to the gay and bohemian communities. I was going to oh, guess that. Good. Sure. And um, Sir Noel, uh, Noel, I think it's probably Noel, uh, Sir Noel Coward or Coward. What a coward. Um, he is an English, he was an English playwright, composer, director, actor, and Tennessee Williams. Who He's going to write his own play, yeah, well, to be in his own yeah. play. He was a renaissance man. He was, he was. And, you know, Tennessee Williams was our own American playwright. They were like regulars at this place and they just loved it. So I'm eating popcorn. I think maybe right. they were <laughs> a little bit like, gay, oh, these, these two men, probably, but mm. we can, we can just... Reflect on that. We accept okay. and love yes. you. Yes. Everyone's um, equally. It turns Even out. Um, uh-huh. So it turned out. <laughs> what? What did I miss? Oh my goodness. We always do this. Okay. <laughs> I always. I, I said always... everyone's created equally. Yes. So even demi people. Mm-hmm. Oh, demi people. Demi yes. uh, Okay. So it turns out that this Roger Tom Kaplinger never really owned the land or the building. So it was sold in 1953, and then he opened up a new place across town, which is still open to this day, and it's called Café Lafitte in Exile, and it's, (laughs) fun fact, it's the oldest gay bar in the United States of America. Yeah, I love it. So, yeah, yeah. Should we go? That's fun. Yes, Yes, of course we'll go there. Of course. I'm down. Okay, so today the bar has been updated but to look really old. Some people say it's almost cheesy kind of looking. Um, it has like the expressed, uh, the expressed, the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Exposed. Mm-hmm. Exposed bricks. So, I you know, like that. Yeah. Like, you know, no, so I like it. It's yeah. not really real exposed bricks, but they mm-hmm. did it to make it look like that. The full exposed, exposed. Yeah. yeah, but it's so cute. It's such a cute Aww. little building. Yeah, should we still go? Of course, yes. of course. Yes. Um, so uh, it still uses gas-powered lights. Sure, why not? And most of the building doesn't use any electricity at all. Like basically, wow. like behind the bar to like run like the daiquiri machines, yeah, and stuff like that, oh, and the blenders. Yeah. But basically, the rest, if you walk in, it's really dim and dark, mm-hmm. and it's all either candles or gas lights. Really? Yes, I really. Know, cool I like place. It. I love yeah. it. Yeah, cool. Um, and it also has its own signature cocktail called the Purple Drink. That's my drink. The Purple Drink. Uh, drink, or the Voodoo Daiquiri. And it's basically a grape frozen daiquiri with mm-hmm. bourbon and Everclear. 
And you know Everclear is like 190 proof. Everclear. It's like for oh. sure. Yes. For sure I would pee yes. in Stephanie's car whenever <laughs> I'm gonna fucking pee in it. And everyone's like, it's super strong drink. So like yeah. one is like probably more than enough for everybody. Oh, but, yeah. So we'll have oh, to wow. check that out too. Okay, so let's talk about the hauntings. It has a long haunted history. So of course. Jean Lafitte haunts his namesake. Mm -hmm. He appears as a full-bodied apparition. He sits at a table in a dark corner of the bar, or he just stands in the dark corner and stares at customers. Just like super pissed? Yeah. or Like just... that chick at CrimeCon on the yeah. <laughs> Well, some think that maybe he um, is just, maybe he's hidden his treasure somewhere in the building, mm -hmm. and he's just like, like making, it. yes, protecting it or just like keeping an eye on you mm -hmm. so that you don't steal his stuff. And then if he makes eye contact with you, then he just slowly disappears. He doesn't go like this. Yeah. That's okay, good. good. She just ran her finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the eye thing. Like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm keeping an oh, eye on shit, super, man. What is it? Yeah. Super, oh, my God. The meet the fuckers thing? Where he's like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. He never interacts with you, though. So it's probably residual. But. What are you, a residual? Are you a residual? Are you a residual? No. So, um, <laughs> there's a really f famous part of this, of this bar too. It's, it's a, it's the fireplace and I'll get more into that in, in a little bit, but his shadow is seen kind of lurking around the fireplace as well. And this is all happens on the, on the first floor. Now there is an, a second floor mm -hmm. of the building where a very mysterious ghost likes to hang out. Mm. And this is of a woman who is believed to have lived there in the 1890s. Did she wear a white dress? Yes. I don't know what she wears, but I just oh. had to say that. Yeah. <laughs> and <it's> white. <laughs> possibly she uh, she killed herself upstairs. Oh, uh, why? Did she leave a note? <laughs> I don't know. Nobody really knows who Things she that is. That's the thing. Wearing white fucking dresses because right. everyone's doing it, bitch, and not leaving a suicide note. She At least knows. say why. Right. Yeah. I think that's rude. Yeah. I think the suicide itself is very rude. Well, this was in the 1890s, too. So Still rude. I don't know. Because they're like, we don't want to have to get out our diploma. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it's we called. We need to warn me. Forget it. I'm not doing yeah, it now. For sure. All right. So uh, she's very talkative. And she likes to come out late at night, and she'll whisper in your ear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She'll call you by your name. <laughs> yeah. Um, or she'll laugh at you, or she'll scream at you, or she'll even tap you on the shoulder. Can you unfriend her on Facebook? I know. This is that? so fucking creepy, right? Um, sometimes um, Tennessee Williams is seen there. What? Yeah, he's because he, he frequented the bar like for, you know, he was a writer. You know, you sit in bar and write. Yeah, so he, he kind of shows up every once in a while. And then uh, patrons in the bar have said that uh, invisible hands may uh, grab at your cocktail. Sure, why not? Yeah. If someone fucking grabs <laughs> at my cocktail, I'm going to fight them. Even so if crazy. they're dead, I'm yeah, going to kill them. You'll be able to see them, though. <laughs> okay. And um, they also uh, grab at your body parts. I don't know what Ooh, body parts they're grabbing Tina, at. Do you want to know? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Maybe, like yeah, come on, parts. come on, grab my booty, maybe. <laughs> hey, I feel dead ass, move. So, um, the piano will play on its own at times, and uh, supposedly the woman's restroom seems to have some type of creepy presence. 
Is so it you, the ladies? So you feel like someone's watching you in there. I also feel like someone's watching me when I'm in the bathroom <laughs> anytime. At any bathroom. So Are you sure it's not your Frank? dog? Yeah, so it's Frank. It's probably Frank. Yeah. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the craziness. There is a demon also that hangs out in this bar. Why not? Let's no, do it. No demons. Yeah. And it's it's probably around the fireplace. So the fireplace is a hot spot. Some people um, believe that it may be a portal. So around the fireplace, you can see... Um, people are going to this place to have a cocktail, even though they know that there might be a portal. Yes. God, yeah. I would skip it. Well, yeah. if you look into the fireplace... Well, yeah. <laughs> are we going for the purple drink? We're going for all she of the She said there's a portal fucking to hell up in there. And it's all right. It's fine. But there's a purple drink. It's yeah. Fine. We should yeah. try it. Yeah, it's, it's, fine. Sure. it's fine. So um, red eyes, red glowing eyes are seen in the fireplace. Um, they're also seen in dark corners. And sometimes the red eyes are seen floating above the heads of the staff. Yeah. I think Hello? they're putting stuff in that purple drying. <laughs> God. Is it Sirzip? Sirzip? What is it called? Sirzip? Sirzip. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. All right. So there's no body. There's no voice. Just red eyes. And if they freeze on you, they just slowly fade away. So that's kind of cool. I mean, you know, it's just nothing. Do you say to a being like that, you did not light up the room. (laughs) You are always late to work and no behavior. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's a fucking demon. Right. So um, there's many, many ghost tours in New Orleans. And this is a very popular stop in the tours. Um, so if you go on a tour, they, they'll, they'll walk you by there. And, and you know, they'll tell you the story that I just told you. And um, I love it because I'm going to end it with this short one, short and sweet tonight. Um, they call it the watering hole for the dead. Oh, I love that. I think that's so cool. <laughs> so, let's go to the watering hole. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. My short and sweet little, little paranormal Yay. story for this Good evening. Job. Good job, Trish. Proud of you. Thank you. For all you do. Every day you light up a room. She was never late for work. <laughs> okay. So Dre and I were kind of talking about doing Nurses That Kill. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So I was kind of looking into this, like, famous nurses that kill. And I kind of fucking fell in love really? with this story because it's yeah. so fucked. Okay. All right. Cool. It's awful. Okay. This woman is awful. Yay. Okay. Like, so awful. <laughs> like, so awful. Okay. So Dre's a nurse, y'all. So Dre is yeah. a nurse. She, um, fun fact, she doesn't intentionally kill people. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Now's the time I'm sorry. To she doesn't, you know what? She doesn't light up a room, guys. She I doesn't light up know. a room. She's oh, no, wait, constantly late. Really um, so we thought it'd be fun to do. So nurses typically badasses. They kind of just are there always. Mm-hmm. They're the people you count on. Um, we've all been in situations having babies and things. Mm-hmm. Nurses are the ones that Attention are Attention to detail. Attention to detail. Right. The ones that are cooing near, it's going to be okay. Right. Apparently right. type A personalities too. Yes, type A personalities. Sure. <laughs> um, I am not a type A person. Fun fact. Okay. So this is so fucked because not only is this person like just out there on the reins, but she also took a role where people normally respect and, you know, 
look to this Trust. person Trust. to take care of yeah. them, right? And really took advantage of that. Okay, Ugh. so the story I'm doing is Jolly Jane Toppin. Do you guys know who no. she is? No. Oh, you're going to hate and love Wow, that's her. a name. It is a yeah. name. Her name is Jane Toppin. Jolly sounds like but they <laughs> called maybe her, a little sarcasm. They and, called her well, Jolly Jane. She was a happy lady. She, she was, was like, a happy yeah. lady. Oh, so she's charming. She is charming. Also a sociopath. Is, yeah. Yes, yes, ah, yes, okay. yes. She might have been a sociopath. Mm. That is correct. <laughs> that, mm -hmm. um, just wait. Just Buckle wait. Up. Buckle up, bitches. Here we go. Okay. Jolly Jane. So I'm going to start in early life in 1854 okay. in Lowell, Massachusetts. So this was a place to be because there was large factories going on. So people were going there to work. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Bridget and Peter Kelly went there as Irish immigrants. They were Catholic. But as we know, Irish were looked down upon at that time as mm -hmm. job stealers. Um, most of the people there um, looked down on them for being Catholic. Mm -hmm. They were looked down on as less than, mm -hmm. treated mm -hmm. like shit. Mm -hmm. um, Bridget and Peter had three children, Nellie, Zelfie, and Honora. Uh Bridget did die of tuberculosis mm. or consumption. Right. Consumption. Mm -hmm. She died of the consumption. So after Bridget's death, Peter was brokenhearted, as I would assume my yeah. husband would be mm -hmm. if I died of consumption. Be. Right? Um, <laughs> Peter Kelly was a terrible alcoholic. Yeah. But I also feel like in everything I read and I like listened to and I watched... Um, also suffered from mental illness. Mm -hmm. And there is a story. Yeah. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where he once sewed his eyes shut. What? what? He was a tailor. Mm-hmm. And, and he just like, let me see if this... Wait, why? Yeah, he he had mental issues. <laughs> he was not a sane man. Sane and people and don't see... He, no. he probably didn't have ice. She was like, where was the ice? Where was the numbing? Wait, well, he but why? Like, he lost his wife to tuberculosis mm -hmm. he was raising these three kids by himself mm -hmm. and he was losing his shit and mm -hmm. he thought so on my eye shut is gonna help how he had the means right and he didn't have the mind apparently because uh -huh. that's crazy uh-huh so Did that's just to show you his how eye? well someone caught him right so they, so they, they walked used to, in on him i am oh. eating popcorn while i'm telling this story it's not rude um <laughs> so they called him kelly the the crack because oh, yeah. he was a crackpot. They uh -huh. just would, like, he's crazy. He's insane. He was trying to take care of these three girls. They said he drank and he abused them, <gasps> like, beat yeah. them. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. He was just not taking care of them, these three sweet right. baby angels. And so all three of them ended up being sent to the Boston Female Asylum, um, which actually had started out taking care of girls that were making, like, bad decisions, but then right. it ended up being an orphanage. Right. It was, like, for needy girls. Right. And then mm -hmm. became an orphanage. Right. So they never saw their father again. Ooh. Mm -hmm. And Honora was nine years old. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to a lot of things, and I was surprised, because sometimes they would say she was six years old, and sometimes they would say she was nine years old. Well, this was, like, in the 18, 1800, like, it was, it was 1854. 1854. Mm -hmm. So 1863, they sent that said yeah. that her and her sisters 
were sent to live there and she was nine years old. But there were were statements, and I just want to say this, that she was six years Hmm, old when this happened. It's just like records aren't that great when it goes that far back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So at this school, they were supposed to like learn basic skills, math, arithmetic, all those Mm -hmm. things. And domestic skills, things to, you know, take care of your husband and children, hopefully someday, which, like, cracks me up, because mm-hmm. we don't fucking do that shit. <laughs> we handle our shit yeah. now. Yeah. You don't need to teach me how to fucking sell. Okay. So, the way that this was set up is they would be sent to this orphanage, and hopefully a family would pick up on these girls and take them into their homes as servants. Servants. They were, like... In, not enslaved. It was indentured, indentured servants. Right. So, basically, which is really sad. It's basically like a slave, but you agree to do it. Right. Yeah. Right. Room and board. Right. And... Right. And it happened when they were ten years yeah. old. Oh my oh. god. Yeah. So they sold themselves. They no, signed, a ten-year-old cannot a sell. Right. Yeah. right. They were in yeah. an orphanage, and a family said, "Hey, come." To my home, what are you going to say, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You're going to say, are there chicken nuggets involved? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, you're 10 years old. Do we have Taco Tuesdays? We okay. have Taco okay. Tuesdays. I got it. Okay. So, Honora went to this family, the Toppin family, and also another orphan, of one of her um, co-foster people that she kind of like knew. Her name was Elizabeth. They both went to the Toppin family. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they they went to the Toppin family as servants, mm-hmm. right? So Honora never saw her sisters again, mm-hmm. which is really fucking sad. Like we always joke, like Steph and I have one million sisters, <laughs> right? But the thought, and one, you're forgetting the a million one. and one <laughs> plus one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sad to think that she was at such this young age and she never saw them again Mm. one ended up as a a prostitution whore Mm. and one ended up in an insane asylum Mm. well really sad situation Mm -hmm. for these girls um so they elizabeth this other foster child and honora went to go live with the toppin family and you would think great they have a family to live with Mm-hmm. Mm. Not so, boo. It's not going there, I don't mm. think. Not so. Yeah. So we remember that the Kelly family were Irish, and they were really looked down upon. And so when Honora went to go live with the Toppin family, they said, you can't tell anyone you're Irish, mm. right? Um, your new name is Jane Toppin. So they changed her name, and they told her she had to tell everyone she was Italian, and that her parents had died at sea. And Elizabeth, who was also a foster child, lived there. And Anne Toppin, who was the mother, um, really favored Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. To the point where it it hurt Jane or Honora all the time. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was awful. So she had... Her mother had died. She had been in this orphanage. Her father was a fuck-up. She's now into this foster care home. And again, she's being rejected by the person who has taken her. It's really sad. It really is. So they said that her foster sister Elizabeth was well-liked and she was social and Anne just loved her. And then Anne adopted Elizabeth. (gasps) And did she adopt Jane? No. 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 She didn't. She did not. She was 
prettier where like Jane was a little heavy mm -hmm. and Elizabeth wasn't. You know, yes. she was like the pretty whatever. The pretty she, girl. The pretty girl, yeah. She was the fucking pretty girl. Right. It, it's really and sad. And Cinderella. I know. So when they said that they were younger, Jane acted out. She told a lot of lies. And she would tattle on people constantly. And mm -hmm. even, like, things that she would do, naughty, she would go and say it was somebody else. Like, she loved to see people get in trouble. <laughs> I un almost understand this. Like, as a mm -hmm. child, she's so unloved and unwanted. She's really just wanting to someone you're saying, you're good, you're doing, yeah. you, you know right, what I mean? Right. It's uh -huh. so, so sad. To look good in people's right, eyes. Right, right. Yeah. So she was a heavier girl and a plain Jane. Mm -hmm. And Anne Toppin always just was mean to her about it, always um, was hard on her about it. It was very sad. So then, as the girls got older, about 18, uh, Elizabeth got engaged. Okay, she got engaged to a man named Ormel, and he was a deacon in the, the church, the local church. And she had had a lot of suitors. A lot of guys were interested in her because she was hot Liz. And Jane didn't really have anyone interested in mm -hmm. her it was very sad so in 1872 she she graduated from high school um it's really sad so liz and ormel got married jane still isn't married and ann toppin left everything to elizabeth mm -hmm. and so elizabeth who felt bad for Jane because everyone loved Elizabeth and she was like this really great person was like, that's okay. You can come work for me and be my housekeeper. <laughs> yeah. So here's poor Liz. Aww. Let's talk through this. Mm -hmm. Her mother dies. Her father's a fuck up. Her foster mother doesn't love her, won't even adopt her. And she has to like always be in competition with Liz and Oh, guess what? It's okay. I can be your housekeeper. Oh, shit. Right? You, That's going to cause some issues with mm -hmm. people. It, it, it just slave, is. Basically. It just is. Like, that would tick me off, too. But where is she going to go? Well, she should have I mean, no love, yeah. no empathy. No. And back and in the she's day. she's not like a beauty queen where she can just marry. No, she's yeah. a plain Jane. Right. We've mm -hmm. all seen pictures. Well, we've seen mm -hmm. pictures. It's like, oh, damn, girl. Mm -hmm. um, it's not looking good for Jane. So, 1880s, Jane did... Hold on to this. Did get engaged. Oh, mm. But then at the altar, he left her. <gasps> what a piece no. of shit. Oh, my gosh. So after all this, she's rejected again Man. at the fucking altar. And she has thoughts of suicide. Oh, yeah. She is. Yikes. She is. I had to shut up the picture. She is a plain Jane. Yeah. Okay. So she had thoughts of suicide. Of course, she had been left at the altar. She had been so rejected again in mm -hmm. her life. Did, was there a reason why? Do we know why he left her? Did you see the picture of Jane? He's yeah, a, but he proposed, but why at the altar? Who fucking knows? Okay. I don't know. Nobody went into that. Um, he changed his mind. Just kidding. And then he backed up slowly Aww. at the church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that gif where, like, Homer's going into the yes. <laughs> That's exactly that what happened. It. Um, at this time, she was also obsessed with dreams, meaning, or determining your future. Hmm. That's um, funny. Me too. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> shit. Nurses. I'm okay. just kidding. So at 31 years old, she become, decided to become a nurse. Um, she was a kiss up 
to all of her teachers. She tattled and ga- gossiped <laughs> on all of her. So she never changed. Like right. she always yeah. did that throughout her entire life. So it seemed like teachers and, and things like that in her life loved her, but her classmates or her friends fucking hated this mm-hmm. bitch, right? We all know somebody in mm-hmm. our life. That's this Brown bitch. Noser. Yeah. Brown noser. Um, so they're saying at this time during nursing school that they once had to do a thing um, on a cadaver. Like, they had to come in. They had to take notes. And Jane felt fascinated with this moment. And I'm thinking, the way that, that we're talking about this now, is like this was like a 13-year-old boy having his like first moment. Like, what's happening to yeah. my body? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this yeah. is the devil. Um <laughs> Jane became obsessed with this process, the autopsy process. She loved that the cadaver could do absolutely nothing. It was dead, and they could just kind of do whatever they wanted to it. And Uh, it gave her sexual feelings. So they said that she had, and I'm going to say this word. Give me a moment. It's crazy. Arterotophilia. 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 That's what she had. Okay. Okay. She liked damn dead people. Mm-hmm. Like, like them sexually? Yeah, se- yeah. So is that like you, you get sexually aroused by That's a dead right. body? A dead okay. Body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because it comes back to being in control. Right. You have the power and they can't reject you, mm-hmm. which is also a thing that Jeffrey Dahmer had, mm-hmm. which is really mm-hmm. sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so she just was having a moment with this cadaver and she was forever changed. Um, she was always signing up and like obsessed with the autopsy process to the point that the medical teachers were concerned. Yeah, I would be so concerned. that should wow be a red flag, Absolutely. right? They were like, This is a healthy amount, no, right? No. Too much, right? Yeah. So uh, Jolly Jane was popular with patients because she had this jovialness about mm-hmm. her, right? She was always sweet and fun. She's going to be there to take care of you, right? People really liked her, really, really liked her. She had to have that good personality to get through life, right? <laughs> That's yeah. right. She might have been a sociopath. Just maybe. That's right. Um, so during this time, she treated these patients as her test subjects she was trying to figure out during this time what worked and what didn't work Mm -hmm. um and during this four-year period of nursing school she was obsessed with atropine do you want to discuss what atropine is okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i didn't know what atropine was and i thought i knew everything (laughs) so and obviously in high dose of doses it's poisonous so this is what atropine does so say you give someone morphine what happens they go down right mm-hmm. they can maybe fall asleep that sounds mm-hmm. i would do morphine right now that sounds good <laughs> i don't think i need morphine right <laughs> so super chill <laughs> atropine atropine does the opposite and mm-hmm. it wakes you up Right, so maybe in critical situations, maybe an EMT could give someone atropine to get their heart going. Right, right. does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's morphine like is down and atropine is up. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. so guess what she started doing? Taking them down and up and down. So she was like playing with them. 
Her patience. Her, her patience. Bullshit. She's okay. Right? Up. So she's like, how much of this will do? How much will that will do? Right? And she she's played big... with them. Like, she played with the dosage. Okay, uh-huh. so she was using her she patience was... as guinea pigs, basically. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> For four years. Yes. She's... Dang. Yes. So she had a patient, Amelia Finley who I feel really bad for her because she was um, in the hospital. She had just had surgery and she had had an ulcer like burned off her uterus. And back then they used like a metal to like Mm -hmm. burn it off. Because back then everything was fucking terrible. Yeah. Like you needed something that is going to be fucking terrible. That's why no one lived to be old. Right, Mm -hmm. right. It was going to be awful. So she was in terrible pain, awful pain. And she said she was writhing in pain, just uh, couldn't stand it. And then she looks over and she sees Jane, her nurse. The angel. The angel. (laughs) And she comes over and she says, I have something for you. Mm. Don't you worry. And she gives her something. And all of a sudden she said she just, her body went numb. She felt much better. Like the pain was gone and she had given her morphine. Okay, that's cool, man. That's cool. So she felt the morphine. All of a sudden, Jane, her nurse, her caregiver, straddles her. What? Mm-hmm. And starts kissing her face. What? And snuggling her. on her and caressing mm-hmm. her. And then fondling her. And, then no, and no because faces. of the drugs she's taking in, she's thinking this is a dream. <laughs> And yeah. having a dream. Yeah. So then another person walks in and catches Naughty Jane doing mm-hmm. naughty deeds to mm-hmm. Amelia. And she jumps off and, like, stops. Why is Jane so jolly? Huh. <laughs> She's getting her rocks <laughs> off all the time, baby. Um, Give me some morphine. So Amelia left the hospital telling herself it was just a dream. It was just like it didn't actually happen but she was actually very very lucky because it did happen and she totally was going to slowly kill her Mm -hmm. and something that jane does is as she's killing you she wants to snuggle with you (laughs) while you fucking die and it gets her hot and heavy it's really sad it is really sad so she was sick Okay, so Jane is praised for being an outstanding nurse. <laughs> She's just fucking doing it, right? She's doing a great job. She's making everybody feel good. She's making everybody feel good. So her superiors say she's just fantastic. She needs more training. We're going to send her to the largest medical program there is in Boston. So in 1889, she's 36. She goes to Boston. And she is really experimenting then. Killing, how to kill, what gets her off, right? She's doing this whole thing. In 1890, this is when... She's having her moment because while superior staff maybe be away working, they have her be in charge of the staff, right? Mm-hmm. So this is her moment because wow. she's worked really hard. She's always been rejected. But here in this moment, they've put her in charge. Um, what is really sad is that they have a very strict rule while she's there 
that you cannot leave campus, right? Because at any time, maybe a patient needs something, mm. and even if you're off work, you must be able to help to attend. And she got a little cocky because she was in charge, and she did leave one night, and the staff told on her. Why? Because she tells on everybody right. fucking <laughs> else. And they dismissed her right before her <gasps> nurse's mm-hmm. graduation. What? Yeah. Her diploma had already been signed and everything. Oh, my no. gosh. And they let her go. So she went back to the hospital that she had been training at before and persuaded them, please let me take my nurse's test, right? And they let her. Okay, so she passed her nurse's test. Um, in 1891, she was dismissed, though, from this nursing school <laughs> um, that let her finally take the nursing test because she gave too much opiates to people. <laughs> um, if I surprise. was a patient, I wouldn't be complaining. Um, but somebody complained, fucking a couple of Karens up in here, said <laughs> oh I got too many opiates and I feel fantastic about everything. <laughs> anyway, um, so she decided, I'm going to be a private nurse. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Private nurse is where the money is. She was going to make it rain. Okay. Okay. And she got actually really good recommendations from her superiors from this school. And she became one of the most popular private nurses. She, it was said that she was making $25 a week, which, you know, when I think about that now, fucking sad. Um, but back then, the average was $5 a week. Wow. And she was making $25 a week. Wow. So she was just making money. Um, she also really liked to drink beer. <laughs> Turn friends against each other and watch them squabble. So she was kind of a fucked up bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So she's enjoying her success as a nurse. She's enjoying watching her friends fight um, and all that fun stuff. So in 1895, she decides um, her landlord was a fussy budget. And she decides to kill him. Budget. Oh. All right. Fussy budget. Oh, fun fact. $25 in 1985 is equal to $765 in 2020. Oh, shit. She made shitloads of money. She did. She did. So, like, seven. It was, like, like, 765. Like, 800 a week. 800 a week, yeah. All right. A shit ton of money. Shit ton. Um, So, he was a fussy budget, and she decided um, she would poison him. Sure, why not? Mm. But then take care of him. So this was the thing about Jane. They said she loved to do this with people where she would poison and poison and poison them, but then take care of them and take care of them. Right. Right. She wants Mm -hmm. the praise. You're such Mm -hmm. a good caretaker. But she was the Mm. one doing it. The landlord dies. Oh. I know. And then in 1897... Um, she also kills the landlord's wife, Lovey. And I love that name, Lovey. 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 Oh, that's going to be my next dog's name. Mm, <laughs> just kidding. Isn't that from um, Gilligan's Island? Yeah. Lovey, Lovey. So she also killed Lovey. Um, so in August 1899, she 
invites Liz to come down and picnic with her because she has a very nice house in Cape Cod, right? She's making all this money. She's got mm -hmm. an extra house in Cape Cod. She invites her sister Liz, Elizabeth, to come uh, be with her for a bit. And they go on this picnic and they have some kind of like crazy ass meat. I can't remember what it was. It was like, I don't eat that mm -hmm. at a picnic, but they ate it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she served her also some taffy and mineral water. But a uh, fun fact, about Jolly Jane is she didn't just inject people with morphine or atropine. She would also put it in mineral water mm. and also do, um, uh, what's it called? An enemas? Uh -huh. Yeah. She would also enemas. do enemas. She put it up you. Wow. That was right that? to the system. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> so they had this beautiful picnic, but then Liz soon felt sick. Mm. She was very oh. sick, but thank God, Jane was there to take care of her. <laughs> right, right. Jane said, I will take care of you. Uh, don't worry about it. Um, but Elizabeth ends up dying <gasps> in 1899. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's the one time that they said that Jane, like, killed for revenge. She usually killed people she really, really liked. Right. Like, she wanted them to okay. be with her forever, and mm -hmm, she did mm -hmm. this whole thing. She wanted to caress them. Right, right. Mm -hmm. But she said she laid down next to Elizabeth and watched her fucking die and just was like, fuck you the whole mm -hmm. time. Wow. Yeah. So she died. And then, as all women, of course, we do in this situation, um, she then was trying to hook up with Elizabeth's husband. <laughs> she was like, why don't you fucking love me? Have you seen <laughs> um, <laughs> And Elizabeth's husband, Ormo, was like, I don't think so, bitch. Mm -hmm. So she was pretty pissed about oh, that. Oh, oh, that's not good. Ormo. Uh, yeah. How do you spell his name? Or Ormel? Or Ormel. O-R-M-I-L-L. Ormel. I would have named another child Ormel for sure. Uh, we didn't so have like anyone. Orville, but with an M. Yeah. Ormel. Right, right. Um, that was Ormo. So a lot of people who talk about Jolly, Jolly Jane say that she wanted Elizabeth's life. Like the Absolutely. Yeah, wanted yes. her life. Yeah, she wanted to be here. She yeah. was beautiful. Everyone liked her. She got married young. She had this wonderful life. Um, and she was very jealous of mm. her. Even though Elizabeth was always very kind to her when people weren't very kind to her, she was the one she oh. wanted to kill. And that is very fucking sad. Um, so in December 1899, she also decided to kill a 70-year-old and took no time to kill this patient and they said that that was really odd so almost like a serial killer that we hear nowadays mm -hmm. how like yeah they have to do it sooner and so, mm -hmm. like almost to fulfill something mm -hmm. all of a sudden mm -hmm. she she's getting amped up like she's got to kill people sooner and sooner and before when she killed someone she would take her time we're friends like i like this person and it would take time to mm -hmm. kill them no mm -hmm. this person she was in and out and killed them like she needed to get off. She she should have had a, a cadaver vibrator, but <laughs> right? probably didn't have that. Did they have that? Mm -hmm. Oh, thank God. Okay. 
Okay, so in 1900, the Connors were in charge of a, a nursing dining home. And Jane thought it would be really good to kind of also be in this position. Um, so she decided to kill the woman who was running the mess hall. And so then she was in charge of it. And fun fact, the person uh, running the mess hall also had an apartment. So Jane also got that apartment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Winning. Winning. She it's just, like, she it. was like, I'm going to be in charge of everything and you're going <laughs> to fucking die. Wow. Okay. But then in November 1900, she got let go because she was caught stealing. And that was something she had always done her whole life. Right. Lying and stealing. Um, and so she lost her apartment, which is it's sad. Mm. Not really. Do you know what she was stealing? Money. Mm -hmm. She stole money, money, money. So Jane had moved out to a cottage for a discount for being a nurse. Which, how nice for her. Mm -hmm. What a little perk for her. <laughs> Thank God, right? Um, she had this beautiful cottage in Cape Cod, but she hadn't paid. I, I believe it was a year, and I think that they said in today's dollars she owed about fifteen thousand dollars wow right so this davis family was the one they were the landlords over this property mm -hmm. uh -oh. um maddie had the mother had decided she needs to pay the rent okay um after all this time so she went to jane and was like you need to pay the rent and jane said sure and she handed the money over, and then the story was okay. No, <laughs> I don't think so. That is that's not what happened. Not what happened. Um. So, as soon as Maddie got to Jane's house, Jane said, "Oh, you must be so tired. Let me offer you some water, maybe some mineral water." And oh, Maddie got sick. Mm. Oh, darn don't it. worry. Jane was there to take I'm care a nurse. of her. Uh -huh. Right. Um, on July 5th, 1901, Maddie died. <gasps> surprise, mm -hmm. surprise. Yeah. So then she offered, of course, out of the goodness of her heart, of to come and take care of Alden, uh, which is Maddie's husband. <laughs> Let me come take care of you. So she moved into the Davis home. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're having a hard time. I can't imagine. Oh, my God. Maddie died. This is terrible. Let me take care of you. I know just what to do. Um, but while she was at the Davis home, she tried to set it on fire three separate times. What? <laughs> Why? She had a place to stay. This fucking She's bitch, man. <laughs> She just wants to take them out so she can just have her car. That's right. Yeah. She doesn't want to pay this rent. Oh, She's yeah. trying to fucking kill them all. Okay. Yeah. But she decided, you know, burning the house down isn't working. I guess I'll just go back to poisoning I, everybody. I think it's bigger than that. Her motive isn't even, like, getting rid of them. Her motive is something right. psychological. Yes. How yeah. do they know that she did it? Three times. Like, because the family her? kept catching these fires. And they're Whoa. like, who started these fucking fires? Why is there um, a fire in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jane's like, oh, my God, what's happening? Here's my winter water. Oh, out. my God, what's know. happening right now? Um, but it was her bitch. Okay. So the Aldens had children. One of them was Genevieve, and 
many. And Genevieve died in 1901, soon after Alden. Mm. There are other child, Minnie, who was really like, something's going on here, something's wrong, right? Picking up on all these red flags. Uh, Jane wasn't going to have any of that. Poisoned her, Aww. laid next to her to do fun things to Minnie while she died. But then had Minnie's son come in and lay next to her while she fucking did it. Oh my god! Yes, mm-hmm. it was very, very upsetting. So in six weeks, this entire family was wiped out. Wow. Why? She didn't want to pay that goddamn rent. Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> I live in California. <laughs> I pay rent. It's a fucking killer. I ain't killing families within six weeks. Okay. <laughs> That's rude. (laughs) That's rude. So Paul Gibbs is the father-in-law, and he's the one that brings us all together. And he's like, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, fuck you, Jane. I know it was fucking you. Mm -hmm. He's the only one that said, there's something going on here. Let's have them exhumed. Were they poisoned? He was the one that put it. He's us on Clued Up. (laughs) He is the one. So good job, Paul Gibbs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Doing it. Doing it. Okay, so he was like, I don't think so. We need a detective. We need to pull this together. Now, while this is happening, um, Jane, of course, obviously, is still trying to hook up with Liz's widower. Oh, give it up. (laughs) And um, Ormel was like, not interested, not interested. And so then she said, well, if you don't, you know, say you're going to be with me. I'm going to tell the whole town that I'm pregnant and it's yours. And he's all, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? Like, it was a whole Maury, like, <laughs> episode. And then she was like, oh, you won't be with me. And she tried to kill herself. And he was not into it. And then she went back and then she tried to poison him a little bit, but not too much. And he was like, you've got to Go. Oh. So that's the whole Orville Jane situation. So he lived. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good for him. But she was a hot goddamn mess to yeah. poor Ormel. It's something to note, though, is that she tried to kill herself. Yeah. Like, you killed all these fucking people, but you can't do it right, to yourself. Right, right. The fuck's wrong with it you? It was obviously for t- attention. Yeah. She knew how to kill herself. Yeah, she did. And I'm going to kill myself. Well, do it right, mm-hmm. bitch. I'm fucking idiot. Okay. So, Paul Gibbs, the father-in-law, who's bringing all this shit together, orders autopsies for the family and talks to Leonard Wood, the, a toxicologist, about what is going on. Yes, there's poison in these bodies. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Then a detective, John Patterson, is on the fucking case and is talking to people and is like, oh, wait, I think Jane is bad. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so they tie all this together. They fucking interview this bitch. And on October 29th, 1901, she's arrested at 47 years old. So they ha- this detective is talking to her, like, just give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. And she tells all. She says she's killed at <gasps> least 33 people. Mm-hmm. Wow. That it's people that she cared for, that... The only one she didn't like that she killed was <laughs> Elizabeth, right? Oh. That was out of revenge, uh-huh. right? Um, and it, she got a sexual, like, gratification wow. while they fucking died. This fucking bitch, right? <laughs> wow. And 
The defense is like, we're going to do insanity. We're going to plead insanity. (laughs) And she was like, what? And they're like, yes. Insanity. (laughs) She's like, no, I'm totally fine. Right. No, it's normal behavior. No, it's normal. It's fine. I've heard it's fine. Punish me, baby. Right, right. (laughs) So Dr. Stedman is the one that evaluated her. And he said that she had moral insanity. Um, which I loved because I feel like I also have So she went to trial. It, the trial lasted nine days. The jury was out for 20 fucking minutes. Wow. Um, and they found her not guilty oh, by what? reason of insanity. Okay. And Jolly Irish. Jane was like doing a little jig, <laughs> like her Irish jig, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then she didn't realize, no, you're going to spend the rest of your life in a fucking asylum. She was sent to an asylum. Oh. Um, she became like an old woman in this asylum. And they said that she calmed down and became like just, you know, a sweet old woman you would never know that she just fucking loved to kill people and jerk herself off while she did it right oh my god um she died at the age of 84 on august 19th 1938 wow yep that's so old especially for that time right Mm -hmm. it's very old so they're saying that even though like this first interview she said like 33 later on in her life she said okay it was probably at least a hundred People. She just said she fucking loved to kill people. It just really... What was her reason that she wanted to be... In control. Not just that, but she wanted to, to kill the most people. That was... She did say that yeah. she wanted to kill the most people and be the, like the most known for mm-hmm. that. And I honest, I mean, I, I know like all about serial killers or whatever, but I've never really heard about Jane Toppin. And she really is, like, the fucking worst woman serial killer mm-hmm. fucking ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah right? Because she, really she isn't, like, killing him and stealing their money like Eileen Warnos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's slowly killing them over a long period of time and just getting off yeah. the entire fucking kill. time. The thrill of the kill. Yeah, the mm-hmm. thrill of the kill. Mm-hmm. She's well, why the she fucking stop worst. Why killing, though, even when she went to the insane asylum? It seems like there are people there she could still I mean, kill. who knows? Maybe she did. <laughs> Maybe they, like, didn't catch that. And maybe they she killed people and they just thought, oh, they died. Yeah, it just you seems know? like I'm such a rush. They're like, thank you, Jane. One person. Unless they had her locked up where she couldn't get out and right. do the stuff that, you know. Had her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a straight jacket or who knows. I right. mean, even, yeah, because when you look at movies and stuff, they all have their own room and they're all locked in. And there's very little time for, like, social activity, mm-hmm. right? So maybe that's yeah. how she got rid of that itch. Wow. Right. Or, or like wasn't able to But the fact that she itch. wanted to be known, mm-hmm. that's why she told. Right. She yeah. But you know, and then you wonder like, okay, was she a product of her environment? Like did her, her parents and her... I don't think she know, would like, have been like this. Um, she if was it wasn't loved. Her, right, right. She wasn't loved. She was rejected by her father. She was rejected by her foster mother. She was rejected by someone that she was supposed to love and right. marry mm-hmm. at the fucking altar. Mm-hmm. Um, society rejected her right. for the way she looked. Um, I feel terrible for her, but she made bad decisions. Right. Um, she's, she made awful decisions. She killed so many people. This story, like, was kind of crazy. I listened to so many podcasts and watched so many shows, and there's a book called Fatal, which is really, really good. 
Um, but you can watch her episode on Deadly Women. It's season three, episode three, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Serial Killers on, uh, if you listen to podcasts, they did an episode on her. Mm-hmm. Criminal did an episode on her. Um, some other podcasts did episodes on her. Don't listen to those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't do yourself up. So yeah. Did they ever make a movie out of this? Because I think no. it would be bomb. So this is it really would be funny. bomb. Yeah. This is really funny. So they used the idea of Jane Toppin um, for like a really stupid B movie called American Nightmare. Um, and they used Jane Toppin as a nurse, and she was a serial serial killer, and she was listening into this pirate radio where on Halloween these kids were like calling in about their their worst nightmares like mm-hmm. oh call us and tell us what your ner- worst nightmare is and this lady was like oh i hate like my worst nightmare is like the scene in cycle where she's killed in the shower mm-hmm. and this other guy's like my worst nightmare is like being fucked by an old lady and our dentures <laughs> stay on my you know <laughs> it was super stupid like a total b movie mm-hmm. not very good i started watching it when you told me about jane toppin mm-hmm. and then i very soon realized that this is not the Jane Toppin we were talking about. <laughs> so I'm going to finish this goddamn movie. I will. It's on, it's on Netflix. Netflix. No, it's on Prime. It's on Prime. It's called American Nightmare, and it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not even worth it. But So there is some stuff um, on the paranormal side. They say the Davis home. Obviously, this entire family was wiped mm-hmm. out six weeks that it's haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's in Boston, Massachusetts. There's a Cape Cod home. Um just really interesting. I I didn't know any of these things. And to me, she, the worst woman female serial right. killer mm-hmm. by far. Easy. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is Eileen Warnos? Fucking nobody. It's Jane right. all day, every right. day. Jolly Jane. Uh, but that's the story of her. So I'm glad Good you job. did it. Yay! Yay! That was great. Do we have all a right. badass, badass story, story of the, the week? week. Woo! All right, so I did some very quick thinking here. <laughs> we were so busy with our clued up that I didn't have a badass story of the week. But I did come up with something that's relevant to today. So you all know that we've been dealing with these Australian bushfires. Uh-huh. And they're devastating. And you all see the videos of the like little koala bears mm-hmm. and everything. Oh, and it's horrible. just so sad and breaks mm-hmm. my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, that needs to be under control. But... There are something called dinosaur trees. They have been around for 200 million years. They actually survived when the dinosaurs did not. So they're called dinosaur trees. So there are 200 trees and they're known as Willemi pines and they're in the wild. Their location has actually remained a closely kept secret in order to ensure their protection. So they are in danger of being burned down by these bushfires. And so Australian firefighters heard about this and they decided that they were going to do everything they could to protect this, you know, natural, um, what am I Forest. Forest, yeah. So, um. Wooded area if there's dead dead bodies in it. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) Um, it's just cool. The pines outlive the dinosaurs. Um, so just a, a week before the fires hit the surrounding forest, firefighters sprayed the trees with fire retardant and installed an irrigation system to keep the area moist. Oh, good. Wow. As the fire drew closer, air tankers dumped water around the perimeter of the grove and kept the flames at bay. Um, although a few of the, the trees were slightly singed by the blaze, 
they were basically successfully protected Good. in the grove. Um, and it says, like, you know, like, just to give you an idea, it like some, it's something like the opera house of the natural world. Losing it would have added to the catastrophe we have seen elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So I just think that's a pretty good story to end yeah. today. Yeah, put an irrigation um, system. That's crazy. Yeah. So I work with Australian people mm -hmm. every day. And since these fires have been going on for a few months, um, a lot of times I am just an ear. And they just need to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we had fires here not that long ago. And it lasted for a very short period of time. But we all had to work through it, mm -hmm. right, emotionally. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty quick, in and out. And this has been going on for them for four months. So, wow. mm -hmm. So they need to talk about it. And I'm going to listen. And a lot of them are really um positive like it's gonna come back we're gonna be okay mm -hmm. um i do know that there's a little boy that is selling like little koala statues so yeah mm -hmm. uh, you can buy those like to give money to help things with australian fires um it's just really sad because even though these people are on the other side of the world um we're all connected Mm -hmm. And I would not want to be in their position. And where they live is being absolutely destroyed. The animals are dying. Mm -hmm. And they're dying in terrible, terrible fucking ways. Mm -hmm. And it is very sad. Mm -hmm. So I try to be um, a good listener. Mm -hmm. And um, that's all I, I can do in my yeah, The fires are out yeah. now, right? Because of the rain? Not completely, no. Mm. Yeah, no, they're still. Yeah, in New South Wales, it's still going. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, my heart is with them. I'm glad that they were able to save these trees. That's yeah. important. Yeah. If there's any way to give back, do it. You know. Yeah, buy the little koalas. Buy so a little cute. koala. Give yes. back. They are really cute. Mm -hmm. Do they hang on like a glass? It looks like it. It hangs on all like, right, like a little glass. I'll put that up on the website. Yeah. 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 I'll buy a so koala. Cute. Yeah. Okay. I think we should all buy koalas. I also saw someone selling like koala bracelets and then the money goes to them too. Okay. I would be totally open to that. I am not a rich person, right? But I feel like I should do like a little something mm -hmm. to feel like right. I'm giving back. Right. And these are people that... I work with and love, and it just kills me that this is yeah. where they live, and everywhere they live is being destroyed, mm -hmm. and that is awful. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. right? That is awful. Mm -hmm. But thank you. Yes, Yay. nice good story. story. Good story. Okay, right, so check us out on social media. Uh, our website again is handcuffsandsagepodcast.com. Uh, shoot us an email. Send us your stories to handcuffsandsage at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Check out our Patreon page. Help us out. We need some new mics. Um, yeah. We all we need equipment. <laughs> um, that is true. Timo's yeah. computer is about ready to just give up. So Timo's computer <laughs> is holding a knife to its fucking throat. He's like, "Do it's it, bitch!" Just hanging. So by as right. you know, I do the editing for the podcast. I use my really old laptop that I have, and I I got this nice little message that popped up saying, "Hey." Windows 7, bitch, oh. what you're working on is not around anymore. Oh, no. You are uh, bitch. It's, it's extinct. Okay. Uh, I told that to the IT guy at my work, and he's like, seven? I'm like, yeah, no judging. Don't judge. Wow. Don't judge me. Come on. Yep. 
I think that it's okay to say we need help with equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We're working absolutely. moms. We are not rich moms. We buy our own wine. Yeah. It's okay. But Why are we buying our own wine? But you know, we got something for return in return for it too. Yes. You know, we have yeah. little, little goodies to offer you yeah. guys. And yeah. Um, what, like stuff? a dollar a month. Give a dollar a month. I uh-huh. hope we're entertaining enough to be a dollar a month. Yeah, uh-huh. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So any help? Is great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Reviews on iTunes. Ooh, yes. Yes. That would be nice. Yes. We would love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We're hoping for sponsorship. And in order to get that, we need you guys to review iTunes so that we can prove to our sponsors that we are worthy. Yes. I feel worthy on the inside. We are. We're so but worthy. But they need to see it on the outside. Right. They just need to see statistics. And that's going to come yeah. from you all. So we hope that you rate us and review us on iTunes. Yes. Okay. okay, are you ready? Yeah. Hey, never forget, you know what we do? We, we, we do, do what we want! want. Woo! That's right, bitches. Okay, bye, I love you. Bye, bye. <laughs>